0: Welcome to episode number 51 of Gunfighter Cast. John is on assignment. Just kidding. Uh, in this episode, I talk a little bit about uh, Scott and Sarah Peacock. And we talked about uh, shooting Mag 40 together and them shooting IDPA together as a couple. Obviously, with a name like Sarah, it's a female. So this show is kind of geared toward uh, getting the girls out, busting some caps, getting them out shooting, getting them shooting IDPA, maybe even get some training, and uh, starting to carry. We talk a little bit about IDPA, we talk about uh, ways women carry, and some considerations and that kind of stuff. Uh, it'll be pretty easy to see that uh, we had about, I don't know, an hour and a half of audio, and I ended up cutting out at least an hour of just laughing, because we're uh, having so much fun, just goofing off. They're a real fun couple. I had a great time talking to them on Skype and recording for the show. and had an awesome time hanging out with them at Mag 40. Uh, I think you'll You'll get something out of this, play it for your wife, see how much fun this is, get them out there, get them shooting. And I probably won't be coming on after the end of this thing, so until next time, you know the deal. So I'm here with uh, Scott and Sarah Peacock. They're from Utah. I had the pleasure of shooting MAG-40 with them. And uh, we had a great time. They took me out and showed me the town. I see pictures all the time on Facebook where they're shooting IDPA matches and doing it as a family together. So how did you guys get into that?
1: Well, we met Daniel at the uh, another Daniel at at uh, Mag Forty, and he talked us into coming. And said he'd be nice and keep Tommy from DQing us, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, we we decided to go, and and it's been great.
2: It's really fun. Um, it was uh, nerve wracking before we went, just because there's so many rules and you don't know all the rules, yeah. and so. You're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> Do something wrong and get disqualified. Sarah, were but, you the uh, one
0: that was really nervous, or, or was Scott kind of nervous, and, and you were kind of console him, or he was he trying to like, no, you'll be okay, <laughs> it'll be all right. How, how'd that go down?
1: Yeah, I think it, I think Sarah took care of me and, and nursed me through the first uh, couple of matches.
2: <laughs> yeah, I helped him through.
1: It's all right. <laughs> actually, I, actually, uh, it, Kosky, Steve Kosky has been really great,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: he was our uh, safety officer in the first one, and he helped us through. And uh, only one guy got kicked out on that first uh, match we were at. And we've just been concentrating on uh, keeping the guns pointed the right way, doing everything by the rules, and uh, not screwing up. But I think now we can kind of start concentrating on getting
0: a little better at doing the game.
2: Yeah, now I actually want to qualify instead of, you know, <laughs> being way down here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can imagine if, if I was like, all right, wife, we're going to go out, we're going to shoot eight, you know, this coming weekend on Saturday, we're going to go shoot. I would not get anything out of her for the entire week. She would be like <laughs> stuck on the couch, stomach upset, like just nervous <laughs> as she could possibly be about this thing. And I'm like, no, it's all right. Tom's not going to be your safety officer. He won't DQ you unless you shoot better than him. You know, but
2: uh. I'm so happy that Tom
1: wasn't
2: our safety <laughs> officer. I'm at
0: all, so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: those guys haven't showed up uh, at the same time we have. I guess they're scared.
2: Yeah, they're afraid of us, really. Well, you yeah.
0: got started right whenever the Christmas thing was getting ready to kick off. You know, they use that as an excuse for everything. Oh, we work at UPS this Christmas time. We can't do anything but UPS. That's kind of probably what happened.
1: Yeah, yeah I guess so. That's their excuse anyway. Yeah, that's what you know. they use,
0: using. Now we're using the whole bit.
2: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uses UPS at hey. Christmas time? No. <laughs> All right.
2: Nobody. I, I was I was nervous but uh I tried not to think about it I had a lot of work to do so it was all right until we got there and then it was really cold
1: what yeah it was it was eight eight degrees the first day we were there <laughs>
0: yeah. oh wow so you had to do <laughs> a little bit more than just you know safety officers what uh whenever you guys decided that you were gonna go did uh sarah did you uh were you really nervous about it then or did what 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 were you expecting it to be like when you got there when you first you guys just talked about going you decided to go
2: I, I, well, Scott had talked a little, a little bit about it and, uh, just kind of, the uh, different, uh, stages that you're gonna do and stuff and, and it sounded, um it sounded fun but a little nerve wracking as well because I, I didn't know what was gonna happen because there was multiple stages that you're gonna have to do and I guess the, the biggest thing where it was, for me, was all the rules, Um just not doing anything wrong and not looking like an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. You've already shot around a few people, like, uh, you know, people in the gun crowd or whatever, in the MAG-40, you know, you were exposed to it. So I think a lot of women that are going to get their husbands and say, let's go shoot IDPA, they're like, I don't want to go be around those guys, I'll be embarrassed and this and that. You've already been around, I guess, all of us, so you know that, you know, basically none of us are, nobody's an asshole. Like, it's like the nicest crowd ever, you know, they'll accept anybody and they, they'll help you. It's, you probably didn't have that yeah. worry, but I think a lot of girls do have that worry. Could you talk about that for just a second?
2: Yeah, you know, the, the, the crowd that's out there is the nicest crowd ever. I mean, everybody is so great and they want to help you and they want to teach you and they want to have you do as well as you possibly can and, and to be safe and to do the right thing. So all of the, maybe the concerns that I had were not really concerns at all when I got there. Yeah. Um, it was just fun, you know, it's, uh, it, it's just exciting to be able to, um, do something with your friends and, and have a good time and to learn things and to get better at something.
0: Scott, all the guys are thinking, you got probably like half the guys are thinking, why would this guy take his wife? Cause this is our time, you know, to be out and be men, you know, and, and eat turkey legs and, and stuff or whatever. And, uh, the other half are probably thinking, how did you do it? How did I get my wife to go shoot IDPA? Uh,
1: well, uh, Sarah has been my best friend for a long time. And, uh, so that just flows naturally. We just like to hang out and do things together. And, uh, I kind of got into shooting first. And it, it's kind of funny because we started listening to a couple of podcasts after, uh, uh, a- after I started getting into it. And one of them was yours and, uh, with your, your first associate. And we, we really enjoyed that podcast a lot. And, uh, and then, uh, and then I subjected her to the gun dudes. <laughs> and she's still, she's still stuck with it. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I don't know. We've just been getting more and more into it. You know, it's a naturally fun hobby. So it's not really hard to talk someone into once you get them started. And, mm-hmm. and we started the right way, you know, just, you know, mild calibers and, and no pressure. And, you know, don't even worry about hitting the target. Let's just get them down range. And, and man, she was good right off the bat. She grew up shooting with her dad a little bit and and uh and she really took to it. So, I mean, I didn't really have much talking to do.
0: That's cool. That, whatever works. Yeah, I'm hoping mm-hmm. when we get back, my wife wants to shoot, and she wants to carry, and We're trying to get her to a Mac 40 class mm-hmm. and everything else, and definitely got to go out and shoot IDPA, you know, kind of dump the kid off on somebody. Like, yeah, we're going to go shoot guns. Hopefully it's not 8 degrees for her first because she probably wouldn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys yeah. are a little more used to that, so...
2: Well, we're in Utah, you know, so. (laughs) We're used to
0: that tropical weather, you know, so, uh, 8 degrees is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we'd melt in your weather though, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: it'd be way too hot.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't have any fun in this place though. You would hate everything except (laughs) snorkeling and scuba diving. Other than that, you would hate this place as much as I do. Yeah, we. You know, we take
2: dreary days that are nice and cold. And gray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes the sunshine in the subtropical islands and stuff. and. White yeah, yeah. But
1: we don't pay big money to go to Hawaii for that.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, one of the great things that I, I think that I highly recommend for for anybody that's a, a new shooter or even a, an experienced shooter like yourself um, is the Mag Forty class. That was just amazing. That taught me so much and and was such an eye opener.
1: Yeah, total immersion. Yeah, yeah. You know, that,
2: I, that really funny. helped with everything. And, and kind of like you were saying with the IDPA matches, it, it, Mag Forty was so much more um, intimidating, I guess, or uh, just a more stressful kind of situation. You're like, "Oh, I have to pass these tests and all of these things." That the IDPA wasn't that bad at all; it was just more fun. Well, it's also
0: just one day, and you don't have you don't have to worry about mass yelling at you. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Nobody will start you at you I'll let you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's,
2: uh, that
0: Mag Forty was just. I talk about it pretty often, you know, on the show and other people and stuff. But you know, I, I learned so much stuff that you know after the shooting and you know what happens on the scene and everything. Even the the safety and the marksmanship side of it. Any new shooter needs to go to this thing if if you're going to carry. And that's why we're working on possibly getting to um, John Hotaway's Mag Forty. Uh, that's going oh good for you. you. Yeah, we, we might and be it's, able it's beautiful
1: there too. I mean, it's going to be gorgeous in in Hotaway's neck of the woods. Yeah. Annie's a good cook.
0: <laughs> I knew something else was coming. <laughs> I was just waiting on it. You know, if I'm gonna, my wife's gonna carry and she's gonna have the baby with her and everything else. You know, I, I can't think of a better class. I mean, I could teach her safety and, and shooting and stuff all day long, but there's just such a, it, and with me doing it, it's not gonna introduce very much stress. But then out there, she's under stress doing it a little bit because I'm sure you felt a little bit of stress when you were on the range shooting Sarah and Scott. Right, yeah. You know, your <clears throat> wife out shooting you and that kind of thing. And, it's, uh. She, she shot circles around me. <laughs> well, it did steal my gun.
2: Well, I did. I, I, I do admit to that. <laughs>
0: yeah, alright. It happens.
2: <laughs> so we had a handicap.
0: <laughs> so what are you shooting in IDPA, Sarah?
2: Um, I, I've got the, um, the XDM.
0: Oh, okay. That 9mm or? Uh huh. Okay. What yeah,
2: are
0: you nine shooting, millimeter.
1: Scott? Uh, Glock 32.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, with the conversion? uh So I'm just shooting nine millimeter. I can't shoot, afford to shoot that 357 Sig the whole time, but I think I'm going to bring it Saturday just to make some noise.
0: Yeah, do you, but you carry that? Is <laughs> that your normal carry? I do.
1: That's that's my everyday carry.
0: Yeah, I like a 357 Sig. I think I said something in the last show. If you're going to shoot somebody, you might as well shoot them with a 357 Sig. You know, I mean that's <laughs> that thing's ridiculous. Yeah, people.
1: yeah. I, 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 it, it, if all the cops trust it, you know I trust it. Yeah. and Mass has had great things to say about it, and uh, you know that's good enough for me. Uh, uh, I have nothing but even greater respect for Mass after having uh, been in class with him.
2: Oh, that's for sure. You know, we read his um, uh, his his book. Um, the greatest extreme, 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 yeah, the greatest yeah. extreme, yeah. and he just. I, I was I was so excited to meet him. What uh, what an amazing author that he is, and then also an amazing teacher, and uh, just an amazing man. Yep. That and was so great. Too. And
1: she has the magic hug.
2: And I got the magic hug. I got a smile.
1: <laughs> you got what? I mean, I, I, I hadn't seen Matt smile that much ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, the magic so, hug. So John Hathaway was, was a great was instructor, awesome. too, and, and he did great. And, uh, you know, we, we tease, but, I mean, he's, he's a great guy, too. So, I mean, I'm, I'm jealous. We can't afford to get out to, uh, out to that class, but we're hoping they come back to Salt Lake for the gun dudes again. So that would yeah. be great. We'll definitely be there for that.
2: For well,
0: sure. we got to talk to gun dudes and get everybody in that, you know, they listen to them, listen to me, and that could travel out there and fly out there and sign up and do one of those MAG-80 classes or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, there more you go. Stuff awesome. With some other guns and stuff. That would be a good time. A little more money, a little more time you got to have, but I'd do it.
2: Oh, yeah. for sure. Especially yeah. if I got the same pill I did last yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> there you
0: go. For <laughs> sure. I got the ever.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. we,
1: we, we found some more fun spots to take you out to this next time, though. We felt pretty lame last
0: time. Oh, the, Mary. But you know, that that place had the coolest name ever, the Tavernacle. I, I love that. <laughs> the <tavernacle. laughs> That's
1: true. The the greatest name and the weakest drinks.
0: Yeah, was the butter. dual cool. We we had our uh, we had our, our our share of people to laugh at. So it was all right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it,
2: was true. it was fun. <laughs> you got to see downtown. You know, yeah. a little bit,
0: <laughs> a little bit. It was all good. A couple of the shoots together stays together. Is that what they say? Or could we say that?
2: Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. A, a, a couple of the shoots together has each other's back. Yeah. Yeah. There you For go. Sure. So, uh. You know, one
2: of the podcasts, uh, what was it, the, was it the gun dudes? It wasn't the gun dudes. It was, um, the trucker.
1: Were you laughing or did you get information from? No,
2: it? I got information. One so of the, it was someone else. Yeah, it was someone else. All right.
0: The <laughs> yeah, unnamed trucker. Um, Is that what you said? Yeah, unnamed <laughs> trucker.
2: They, it, no, it wasn't him. Uh, I can't remember. There's too many podcasts. Um, but there was a girl, uh, a lady caller that came on and, and he was talking to her and, and mentioned that, um, you know, he asked her if she carried, and she said, "Yeah, I do normally, but if my husband's around, I don't carry." Ah, it was
1: Gresham. It was, Gresham, a, it, that's it, was, what it, was. it was a real broadcaster. It passer. was
2: a real broadcaster.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, oh, what are you what are you trying to say,
2: huh? No, but um, the the gal was talking about, it, and she said, "Well, but I don't carry when he's around," and and I just thought in my head, as soon as she said that, that is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> but then of course he went into it, and he said, "Well, why don't you carry? You need to be his backup if something happened. What if something happened? Of course they're going to go for the guy." Well, you don't know when they're who they're going to go for, but it, it's always good to have someone's back, right? You, yeah. you don't know what the situation is going to entail, and and just knowing that you can do something to protect yourself is uh, very empowering. And
1: yeah, let's just leave it that Sarah's purse is very heavy.
0: <laughs> she carries like three guns. <laughs> Four, it's a very flight, heavy purse.
1: four flights. <laughs> <laughs> She's got Tommy's belt basically in a purse.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, even got the body armor in there too.
2: <laughs> ah, there you go. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Where the purse itself's made of like some tight double R weave, and so it's uh she uses it as body armor, just hangs it over her neck and exactly I am gonna invent that actually. Uh, well, actually into body armor.
1: Yeah, she she hooked up with uh, a manufacturer uh i uh we saw a manufacturer on the back of uh armed americans magazine and uh um, i can't remember the,
2: Concealed carry um it's the
1: yeah anyway, um, anyway okay. it's a it's a specially designed purse but it's uh not like all the others you know that look like you know uh it's holding a gun it, it, it's like a designer purse and, and it, it's it's
2: Thank pink it's, so cute. there you go <laughs>
1: pink cute but, uh, I mean, it, it's very well designed for carrying the gun and for protecting the gun when you don't want other people to get at it. So, um, it it's actually a, a really well designed person and the straps are actually steel cables. So, so I was thinking about you talking about, uh, you know, the, it, it being like bullet protection, but the straps are like steel cables so that, like, someone can't just come cut the purse off and take it like a, yeah. you know, purse catcher or something like that. and. Uh, so it's got steel in the straps, and it's just pretty amazing.
0: You also, if you needed to go silent and remove some bad guy, you know, without yeah. even hearing, you could just come up behind them and wrap that around and pull them onto your back and yes. throw them out real quick. Oh yeah,
1: that she's- person do it.
2: <laughs> no, they they're, they're really great. Um, there was a couple of uh, just a, a, a flaw or two with it, but um, uh, Kate is—I can't remember her last name, but. Um, she she and her partner were amazing, and I and, uh, got me two new uh, purses because there was some problems with stitching that came undone and stuff, but just little things, and they fixed it right away. So. Now, the
1: funny thing is I, I was there one day at Sarah's office because I was their IT guy, and uh so this lady shows up with a concealed carry purse, and Sarah and she started talking about concealed carry in the lobby <laughs> of a, a large mortgage company. People start
0: trickling uh, uh, out and grabbing their keys, and yeah, leaving.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a pretty interesting conversation. Sarah's uh, Sarah's very su- uh, subtle about it and uh, and discreet, uh, but uh, it, it was pretty funny hearing the two talk. They they really had a connection.
2: Well, actually, you're yeah. in
0: Utah, so you're everybody in the in the this waiting in your waiting room is probably getting up trying to get into the conversation, pulling out their guns, showing them off and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is in that Utah. Is true. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's it's a little more accepted here, that's for sure. I, I haven't, you know, just um, with Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, the people in the office and stuff, not very many, but a few of them know, and and you know, they're they're pretty funny. That oh, hey, I saw your uh, your IBPA match, and man, you look pretty badass, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like a little more nice to you during the day.
2: Exactly, well, you know, i on their boss, so I'm like, well, you know. <laughs>
0: And so what? Uh, so you you were a little bit worried about safety, a little bit worried about you know the the kind of I guess the people. You probably weren't worried about that one because you'd already been around them a little bit. Just following the rules because I'm worried about that. There's a lot of rules in IDPA. There's a
2: lot of rules. You know,
0: a- after
1: your first two stages, Daniel, you wouldn't worry
0: about it. Yeah. I just don't want to get DQ'd by Tom Exactly. just not by like Tom, the gun dude. I just don't want to get DQ'd. <laughs> not by Tom. I'm really embarrassed. I I was okay
1: with Koski DQing me, but not Tom.
0: Uh, I think you'd actually have to do something wrong for Kosky to DQ I think Tom, <laughs> you just gotta shoot pretty good. In, oh like, oh he, I've, he, I've heard he, Kosky DQs people if they're out shooting him. But it's rare. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's rare that somebody does outshoot Koski, from what I hear.
1: Steve is Mr. Rules. He he knows that book backwards, yeah. forwards, and he uh uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he'd hesitate if you were to violate something. To... But
2: but he definitely helped you oh, through the whole so process, helped. and I, he's just awesome. He's he's so fun, and he is an amazing tutor. I so want to be like him.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, <laughs>
2: I won't ever. But it's,
1: it's embarrassing. Well, he did beat mass, right? Yeah, and so that that says it all.
2: Fun because you know after we got all the rounds done and stuff, there was a couple. There was a, one of the one of the. Um, the stages that we had to do was, uh, you're, you're on a boat, or what is like a boat. And he let us shoot that one again, because that was really hard. You had a friend in front of you, and then there's bad guys behind you that are swinging as you're rocking on this boat, and you're trying to hit all the rest of the bad guys, and, and it's, it's, um, a little difficult to do. <laughs> and of course, the second go round is a lot easier than the first go round, but, um no, he, he's great. He's, it was, it was really fun, actually. Well, thanks, Sarah.
0: At the beginning of this, everybody, all the girls were like, oh yeah, I think I will go shoot IDPA. <clears throat> now you talked about something crazy hard, shooting from a rocking boat <laughs> with your husband in front of you, and they're like, you know what, maybe I won't go shoot. Good job. <laughs> did we,
2: did, no, no, it's way fun. <laughs>
1: did we talk about the stage where he had to shoot around the car with swinging targets and the getting behind the screen? And, yeah. Well, we did that too.
0: was that had like a nice car looking out there. Was this the same pictures that I'm thinking about?
2: Yeah, it was a good is. Car, yeah, I was yeah actually,
1: Travis, Travis says he drove that car in place. Yeah. And then, <laughs>
2: then uh, what was it, The free gun guys shot it out, shot out the windows, and yeah. But that's okay because in the uh, the handgun match that we went uh, a couple of weekends later, um, we got to shoot in the car through the windshield. Um, that was really fun at Steel Targets. That was, that was really fun. That does
0: sound like fun. That's like not stuff you yeah. get to do all the time at the range. You can't go to the range and, get, I'm gonna get in the car and shoot some targets today. No, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
2: That, that's the best thing about IDPA and, and also about, um, the handgun matches and stuff is that these are like live situations that you will be, that you could be placed in and, and you've got the training for it. You know that, okay, I've been in this situation before and this is what I need to do. Um, you know, it's all the, it's the training that you learn and, and also knowing that in a situation like that, you would be able to handle yourself and that you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, you've, you've trained for that and, and you know exactly, well, or as close as you can to what you would do in a situation like that because you've, it's a little stressful. You've got people around you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, your, your adrenaline's up because you want to do good and you don't want to look like a fool in front of these people, but, um, so you've got your your heart rate going, and you know it's but it's exciting and it's fun, and you also are learning so much at the same time. It's just an amazing thing, and uh, I I would highly recommend it to anybody.
1: And Sarah looks like a badass in her five eleven gear.
2: Well, and that too.
0: Heck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you probably build a lot of confidence in your gun too, and like your ability to use it. You know, before maybe you're not so quick to come out of the holster you're getting faster coming out of the holster you get, you know that you can get your sights on target faster so now you're getting better at that and you have more confidence in yourself you do come into a situation out there in everyday life where you might have to draw your pistol uh you you have the confidence maybe a little bit more from that idpa and doing it in that environment you know a little bit more training to you know what i will go for my pistol because i think i can get it out in time and get shots on this guy uh and, and stop whatever's happening before he can hurt me
2: exactly yeah, exactly. Um, you know, before when we were just shooting at the range and stuff, you don't, or, or just uh, yeah, at the range, you just don't, you don't get the ability mm-hmm. to draw your gun and and um, go through those actions, or or be in a crouched position, or um, have something in your hands that you need to worry about. You know, there's there's so many things that you learn through IDPA and and through Mag 40 and and through handgun matches and. Um,
1: and it forces you weak hand strong hand
2: mm-hmm.
1: um um you know all sorts of different things that you know we don't like to practice weak hand
0: right hey
2: that's not fun but that's what
0: we're good at right yeah
2: okay. the,
1: the the last match we were at you know you got all these bonus points for shooting weak hand and uh, koski actually got like a negative score on oh. one round because he shot the entire round weak hand and you know he got bonus uh bonus time for it and he shot negative time. It was amazing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that really motivated us. So, you know, we've been practicing a lot now. And Thanks. and we shot a lot of the uh, targets uh, in the rest of the match weekend um, just to practice. And, you know, you don't normally do that. And in fact, we're going again Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing a lot of weekend Monday.
0: Cool. Sarah, I don't know if you do this, but you should. You should carry your purse and if you carry your pistol in your purse, draw from your purse and fire from your purse with your purse still on your shoulder. Have you done that out there at IDPA?
2: No, That's a great idea. You should do you know, that. um yeah, that that's a really good idea. Actually, um with the with the MAG 40 class and the IDPA that we've been doing, I've actually realized that um, you know, carrying in my purse is not the ideal situation. No. The ideal situation is of course to have it carried on my person and um, one of the things that that i've kind of run into and I think other women have run into the same thing is that there's not as many there's not as many options for girls and uh, with their dress clothes um, and, and kind of the fashion that that we have um, as women you know we don't have as many well not everybody but some of us don't have a baggie of clothes, or when you're going to work, you've got dresses and you know um, blouses on, and and those are hard to conceal mm-hmm. uh, gun, and so it's kind of hard to find um, concealed carry for that. So we've kind of been searching, and uh, Julie um, is it Golub? Um She's she's uh, got a couple of people, and she sent some links to places on on other for women to to find um, concealed carry, and there's some things out there, but. There really needs to be more, um, I think, in the in the in the industry, and I think more women are getting more involved, which is awesome. Um, and I think more things will come along, but there there does need to be more of a um, of a place for for women's clothing and for concealing, because you know, like the 511 gear is awesome when you're at the IDPA match, but it's not great to wear yeah. it to the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> no. It doesn't work with all the baggy And we don't stuff. need all
0: the girls running around a 5.11 gear and stop wearing all the <laughs> clothes. <laughs> not not unless he's
1: coming in like the Terminator.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely don't need uh, girls to stop start wearing baggy clothes. It, that would be terrible. <laughs> right. That's just
2: not right at all. Like Sarah's Sarah not
0: recommending that girls start wearing baggy clothes. Don't think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sarah got this great new holster that's mm-hmm. uh, custom-molded from the last gun show um, that uh, is custom-molded leather, that has magnetic attachments that she can actually wear this holster. Uh, very hard to explain, but it's got a, a magnet on uh, the holster side and a magnet on the strap side, so she can wear it in a pocket. She can wear it in all sorts of
2: right, in, places in, in my back, like the small of my back, because right. I don't have to have a belt on.
1: There's no clip; it's uh, magnets,
2: and it's, magnets. It, and it's very strong. And
1: it's very strong, and and I think that's going to help her conceal a little more. I've been encouraging her to carry on her person. Um because yeah that purse uh, can easily become hard to get to
2: right, and it, I've got layers you know through the purse, right you've got two zippers that you've got uh-huh. to get through and a strap to get through so uh, just with with the knowledge that I have now, I know that that's not the best way to carry a gun and um, but in a
1: short skirt, you know,
0: but you it, it works work. too you
2: know <laughs> at least it's better than nothing
0: <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Scott's like, uh, so you're going to wear the short skirt or the 5'11 pants? 5'11 pants means you carry on your hip and you get to your gun faster. Short skirt means it's in your pocketbook, which isn't the best. Go with the short skirt.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I I am a guy. Yeah. (laughs) definitely a consideration. It's important. But, uh, yeah, I think she's getting in all sorts of alternative carry uh, modes, and it'll be interesting to see what she comes up with.
2: Yeah, I know they've got some for, um, I, I saw one, I was just looking the other night, and they've got one for in the bra, but that one Yeah, I saw them. that one. It's oh, like you reach under chest. your
0: shirt and get it. There's, there's... Right.
2: It, and that just seems, you know, that's just going to be a problem too, so.
0: And see, that's only going to work for some, you know.
2: Right. Well-endowed endowed
0: women. women. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> they, they'll probably <laughs> be, be able good. to feel that. It's
0: <laughs> yeah. not going to
1: work for everyone. Right. It doesn't work for everybody. So, how do you carry in your skinny jeans?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, you know it's tough. It's, uh, I don't do the ink holster because I, w- I would print. <laughs>
1: yeah, it makes it hard.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs>
1: we really have to tone it down for a, a podcast that's listened to all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm 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 not a real broadcaster, apparently. Like like, <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's>
2: R, R. <laughs> uh, I don't think
0: you're real until you actually start getting paid to do it. We'll say that. <laughs> I right. agree. All right. So anything else you guys could think of from IDPA or something that, that would give advice to give uh, maybe some female out there that's wanting to go shoot um, or even male? Just,
2: just the the the, the advice um, for the IDPA matches or the handgun matches. Um, that even though you may be a little bit nervous about the whole situation the the thing is the nervousness is um it it's when you get there it it all goes away so this this nervousness that you might have in the beginning is not warranted at all when you get there it's just it's so much fun and and everybody's willing to help and it's such a great community and there's so many wonderful people that are associated with the IDP uh, matches and and handgun matches that there's nothing to worry about, uh, really. Uh, yeah, you want to do a good job and you want to be safe, of course, always. But those are the main things to, that you would need to worry about: is just being safe. As long as, as long as you're doing that, you have an amazing time and you meet so many great people that it's it's a great network, and also you meet a lot of good friends.
1: Yep, I'd say the same thing about the Mag 40s. It's, it's the exact same thing. I, we were so nervous going into the Manik Forty because we had had no real formal training,
2: um,
1: and uh, and complete immersion really helps.
2: It does. It really does. And it just and you learn so much. It, you know, kind of like you were talking about Daniel with with your wife that you want to um, have her go to the IDPA matches and you and you've shown her how to fire a gun and do these things and you want to and you tell her about these things, but until you actually go and do them. You you really have no idea how important it is and what a fun thing it is um, and and what a great community it is. Uh, Someone telling you that it can't ingrain how, um, what an important thing it is to be able to protect yourself and your family.
1: It's definitely a better skill to learn than golf. Yeah. Uh, It's a little more expensive, though.
0: (laughs) You think that shooting is more expensive than golf?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we're, You're we're not paying for two.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah we're paying for two and That's we're not problem. reloaders. You know what, your kids get older and then they start having them reload for you.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, we need the, we need the, uh, the Utah assembly line and, and we don't have that going.
2: Right. <laughs> Maybe later on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna work on that, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, we have, we have two kids. So, you know, six in an assembly line is very efficient.
2: Yeah. You know? for two, not
0: you two, not so much. Peacocks reloading. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I could probably think of a really funny slogan that would probably work for an older crowd and not so much a younger crowd for that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty good.
1: We're here to answer your questions, Daniel. Yeah, so you, you just go. pose them.
0: I think we're good. I think uh, we've got Daniel, enough stuff. We miss you. I only need you to fill about 15 minutes, so. Wasn't a big deal.
1: Oh gosh, well, sorry. We're you know filler. We're good at.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can do that.
0: Yeah, there you go. No, it was good. <laughs> I think that was good stuff. Good uh advocacy for getting the girls out and shooting and stuff.
1: You can now hear Gun Rights Radio Network while you're on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. On demand news, talk, and more on your mobile phone. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed, and no memory or storage wasted. Available for your iPhone, Android phones, or your Blackberry. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or check out your app store. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Gun Rights Radio
2: Network shows can be found under Sources.